Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Yeah, and uh, who better to talk to than the uh, the boss himself? Uh, oh, God, he's cock-a-hoop at the moment. His mob's on top of the ladder, and oh, he just can't believe how, how good life is. Uh, Phil Hoppen from Phil Hoppen Travel. G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm good, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to your comment. I thought you, he's backed himself into a corner there. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the old shotgun word. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, was a, it was an expression we all used in, in the early days. Well, so, OK, like, Phil. Standing us, Tony. Righto, smart Alec. How, 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 you <laughs> You've got a thirty, a group of thirty and forty year olds at work, and you know you're the boss. And somebody says, "What's a shotgun wedding, Phil? How, how do you explain it to them?" <laughs> well, it's when someone has to get married because mum and dad think they should get married before they have the, the baby. And uh, that, whereas nowadays, uh, Tony, it's all changed. They have the baby, and then they worry about getting married about five years later. I was showing our age, Phil. I got it. We are, we are, Tony. <laughs> okay, well they are in. There's the explanation. It's a case of mum and dad want you to get married because the rest of the family started to point the finger. The shotgun wedding. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Uh, Phil, now what's uh, what's happening in the world of travel? There have been some good developments, you've got to say, since the yeah, last time has, we spoke. there has, Tony. There has. And uh, the fact that, you know, I think uh, the Queensland Premier is going to come out on, uh, on the weekend and announce that... Uh, uh, Queensland will be open from July the 10th. I mean, that's great news because yeah. one of the biggest things we're seeing, Tony, when this cold weather's here, is that, uh, you know, the baby boomers want to get up and get some warm weather. And Queensland is always one of their favourite destinations. So it's good news that, uh, you know, we can get going and get up there by, you know, after July the 10th. we just got to remember that until the Premier lifts the July 20th one, we can't get back, otherwise we'll be quarantined if we come back earlier. So just make sure that the, your break up there is more than a week and a bit so that you can come back after the July the 20th with no quarantine back into South Australia, which is great news. Northern Territory has opened um, uh, as well, Tony. That's opening now for us on July the 17th. We're waiting on WA and Tassie, but I think that'll be... I think that by this weekend we should have dates on that. Uh, so, so there is some good news, Tony, for people to get up and go. But uh, people are certainly moving around South Australia, which is good news as well. Yeah, Phil, uh, just on that uh, thing of uh, Queensland, this is from Rachel. sent us an email before we uh, we started the show. She said, what's the story about a, a Christmas holiday up in far north Queensland? We love a place called Mission Beach. I've been there before. It's just ideal. And she says, as it stands, uh, the isolation laws. Well, uh, this is a holiday that Rachel and the family are thinking about doing through Phil Hoffman Travel at Christmas time, by that stage of the game, there won't be any isolation either coming no. up there or coming back, will no. there? No, no, there'll be no isolation and no quarantine to be because once he once they open the borders, once she opens the borders, Queensland, and once uh, we open South Australia on July the twentieth, no quarantine period at any stage. And uh, and I think a lot of the restrictions, like they've announced today for South Australia, a lot of the you know restrictions are coming off. So it should be a great place to have a good holiday. Uh, it's just you've got to watch the weather at that time of the year, but it's still good to get up there and be away. And uh, I, I just love Queensland. Uh, um, Tony, I think it's just a great spot. If uh, you're up, ever up in far north Queensland, say you've gone as far as Port Douglas and you're from Adelaide, go around to the local FM radio station called Fab FM, and who's going to be there? The one and only Paul Macon. And he just right. he just <laughs> loves the idea of somebody from Adelaide popping in to say, say good day. He just... Oh, 
Uh, I've done many interviews with Paul, so uh, that'd be great to know that, oh, uh, that yeah. Tony. You know, but he's... that's one of my favourite uh, spots to go up is Yo Port Douglas, Trinity Beach, Palm Cove, yeah. uh, and now it's all accessible and to be a great time to be up there because this time of the year the temperature is just magnificent and you don't get that sort of uh, heavy humidity. So it, it is a wonderful time to get up to Queensland and, and, as I say, get away from what is our cold weather down here. But, you know, I don't call it cold when you compare what uh, the normal temperatures are in Europe in, in winter and America in winter. So, uh, but it's a nice place to get up and see and visit. Phil, fair to say that some of the um, some of the airfares on offer at the moment from Qantas uh, to get up to far north Queensland and some of the accommodation packages that are being offered would be pretty attractive. Yeah, they're very keen, Tony, to get you up there, you know, because, you know, they've had a very lean period, as as all uh, travel and tourism bodies have had. So, you know, there's some terrific stuff with uh, getting up there. So if people want to get up to Port Douglas, there's some great packages that we've just come out with. And so if people want to sort of look at our website, they can get those packages. But I was just looking at uh, some of them now. And, and, you know, there's so much to see up that area, whether you say at Cairns, whether you go as far as Port Douglas, whether you go Trinity Beach, Palm Cove, uh, and we've got some really great five-night packages, you know, with land, then just we'll chase the airfares for you because with now that Jetstar's back flying, you know, they they came out with uh, 200,000 airfares the other day. (laughs) Most of them, Tony, went very, very quickly. So there's certainly that sort of pent-up demand in people wanting to get up and travel. You got questions about travel, and this all because people are really anxious to get out and travel and make some arrangements. Give us a call and put your question directly to Phil on eight double two three double o double o. That interactive number of ours here at Adelaide's five double a. Just locally, Phil, one of your um, uh, you're talking about travel destinations and things like that. Uh, the uh, the Kimberley Coast. I've never been there, but you've always been a big rap for it. Uh, big rap for, for a long time. because I think that, I think there's so much to see and do there. You know, if you sort of fly up into room and then you do the Kimberleys and, and my suggestion would be by for everybody is to do a little bit of time around Broome and experience Broome. Very unique destination. Very unique in the history of Broome and the pearl diving and everything else and the Japanese there, etc. But I then I would then cruise all the way through to uh, Darwin and do and to see some of the scenic uh, you know, reef coasts there, along the coast there, the reefs that come out. Uh, it's just so much to see the horizontal falls uh, through Kununurra uh, and also, you know, it's it's just a, a part of the world that we don't often get people to, but once they go there, they all say, you know, you've just got to go and see the Kimberleys because just the, the scenery, uh, it's spectacular, uh, Tony. I've done it a couple of times, one by private yacht, and one by uh, one of the or one of the cruise ships, uh, and going out each day to do some of the excursions on the zodiacs, and you know we also had helicopter rides over at you know, horizontal falls and other areas. It was just fantastic, but it is a unique part of the world. Uh, and then when you get to Darwin again, stay uh, a bit longer there in Darwin and go down to Kakadu and Litchfield Park and see some of that area there, which is magnificent as well. I love that whole coast, Tony. It's just. Very unique. I know that um, a lovely bloke, we all knew him, the late Bob Hammond and, and his wife Jill, and he raved about going to the Kimberleys. And here's a bloke who, who could afford to travel all over the world, and he'd been to a lot of great places, but he always said, oh, he said, Pilko, he said, the Kimberleys is just one of... He said, one of the a- other joys is you fly direct from Adelaide. You don't have to go through Melbourne, Sydney. It's straight up there. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and often you can go Adelaide, Alice Springs, Alice Springs Broom, or Adelaide, Perth, 
at Perth, uh, Broome, and then start in Broome. But yeah, again, I say to people, don't don't just fly in and, and get on something. You know, see a bit of Broome because it is a very unique place, and and uh, I love all that area there. And then you go, as you say, you travel north, and then you can do more of the top end. Uh, yeah, it is it is a unique destination, and more and more people are going to do it. Tony, already some of our uh, cruise ships that we were having in that area have been sold out already. So really. It's really in demand. So yeah. people are thinking, and I'm talking, you know, 21. If they're thinking for 21, they need to come and talk to us because those areas, because there's limited uh, availability, you know, limited capacity, Tony, those areas sell out very quickly as far as each season is concerned because it's a limited season, Tony. It finishes, you know, re- really the end of August, starts early June, and so it's a very limited season but uh, worthwhile. This is from uh, Sasha. Phil, um, love cruising. I've done a couple of them with Phil Hoppman Travel. Uh, she said, had the time of our lives and are really anxious to do it again. International cruising, how far down the track are we talking about? This time next year, the year after, or when, Phil? Or, no, um... no, 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 no. Tony, I, I think we'll be early next year. Um, I, I think in America it may be earlier than that because they've got a, we've got a ruling over all the cruise ships until September the 17th or 18th. You know, there's no sort of cruising going on with the, the ships. But I think what we'll see, Tony, and I think we'll see them even in South Australian waters um, later in the year or maybe early next year, is some of the smaller expedition cruise ships. You know, with just, under, say, 100 passengers, 150 passengers, I think we may see some, you know, coastal stuff between Perth and Melbourne, including Tassie and South Australia, going up to the Kimberleys, coming down from Darwin, uh, doing the top end. I think we're going to see that, first of all, very, very small numbers on, on the expedition cruise ships and then the larger cruise ships with probably all Australian passengers on board. I think we'll see that before we see the big ones with, you know, three and a half, four thousand people with international visitors as well, because, you know, I think they're going to be very tight on who can get on and get off and, and be able to control that, Tony. Right. From uh, Sir Carmel sends us an email, Phil. She says, uh, talking about overseas flights, uh, her sister is getting married in Charleston and South Carolina next Easter. So it's a ways off. She said, is it worth booking now? Uh, and actually, fingers crossed that uh, international flights are, are back up and, and operating by, I suppose, uh, March or so of next year. Yeah, I, I, yes, Tony. I think you can, you know, you can book now and be protected because, you know, the, the uh, airlines are certainly will look after you. And when they, if they, if they weren't back flying internationally and you couldn't fly, then you would get a refund or a credit uh, given to you for the next flight. This is what uh, has happened this year with a lot of uh, flights. I we had going to have a, a wedding for Bianca in. Um, uh, Fiji and, and naturally it's all been cancelled. The flights have now come out and been cancelled. So we've just rolled over uh, our our fares for next year, Tony, because we we're fingers crossed that we'll be going to Fiji next year for the for the wedding. So that's what will happen. All right, <laughs> that'll be a. Oh, I'd love to be at that. That'll be a turn and a half. Will it ever? Uh, Steve uh, at Everett Park. Uh, Phil has got a question for you. Hello, Steve. Hi. Hi guys, uh, Phil. Just wondering, when are they going to do direct travel from Adla- uh, with flights from Adelaide to Darwin or Adelaide to Alice Springs? Because at the moment, everything's via Melbourne, Sydney, or Brisbane. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve. I think they're they're opening up a lot more now. I think the next couple of weeks you'll see a lot more flights with Bondas. Now that you can go into the Northern Territory from July the seventeenth. So I said. 
I would say, see, post-July 17th, you'll see direct flights up to Darwin, also via Alice Springs. So watch and talk to the agents now uh, because we should see flights being loaded into the system by, by now because of July 17th opening of the Northern Territory. So, and, and Tony, with that, um, that we're also pleased because, you know, with the GAN, you know, going up between Adelaide to Alice Springs to, uh, to Darwin, it means people either can get on in Adelaide, uh, go up on the, on the GAN through to Darwin and then fly back or vice versa, fly to Darwin, see a bit of the, you know, Kakadu on the top end, and then come down on the GAN. Great trip, Tony. And mm. now with the dates open for the borders, it's going to help us. Yeah, love that train travel. It's a smack on a quarter <laughs> to two. We're talking with Phil Hoppen from Phil Hoppen Travel. You've got a question about travel, and there's always questions. Here's the opportunity of getting the good advice from the man himself. And Bruce up at Salisbury East has given us a ring. G'day, Bruce. Uh, how are you going, boys? Um, Phil, we've got a cruise booked on the Sapphire Princess on the 26th of February out of Adelaide next year. Is it likely that that won't go? Bruce, I can't give you a hundred... I'd love to give you a confident answer one way or the other, and I can't. We were just talking to uh, Princess this morning in a, a Zoom meeting, just looking up. They can't give us those answers at the moment, but I think after another month or so, Bruce, we'll get a clearer definition of when they will be back in the waters with uh, Sapphire and the other ships, so... February, you know, I'd love to say yes, but I, I can't do it with 100% certainty at the moment. Certainly not. Okay. Right, Bruce. Oh, Thanks, Bruce. Yep, thank you. But, We're talking but, with... Uh, go on, Phil. But, Tony, what, the, what the, the cruise lines are doing, if they can't do it, they're also offering great credits and a sort of percentage boost on, on the next cruise. So you're not just getting 100% back as a credit. You're getting another, you know, maybe 25% added to, to that, whatever you paid or whatever that booking was. So, you know, they're being very fair with, uh, you know, the credit, what we call future credits for the next cruise. And a lot of people are taking it, uh, Tony. Uh-huh. Tony, one thing I am uh, uh, pleased to see, there's there's discussion, not only, you know, with the New Zealand, the Trans-Tasman bubble that it may open up for us earlier than we expected, you know, maybe around September, but also they're talking Fiji and the Pacific Islands. So they're certainly working with the Australian government to try and get, you know, uh, Fiji Airlines flying between uh, Sydney and and um, and Fiji because they've been devastated uh, uh, by by no oh, tourism. Uh, imagine, and you yeah. know, and their and their whole lifestyle is based around looking after. I mean, on an average year, Tony Fiji would accommodate about eight hundred thousand visitors a year, really? and three hundred thousand of those come from Australia. So you could imagine, with no yeah. no visitation for the last four or five months. It's been very devastating to a, to a country that depends so much on tourism. Yeah, Phil Hopman we're talking to. If you've got a question about travel, here's the man to answer it for you. Give us a ring on 8223000. Back with Phil in a moment or so. It's uh, just on 13 minutes to two now. South Australia, we've missed you. Welcome back. We're so proud to show SA off. And while the world is waiting, let's be explorers in our own backyard. With Phil Hoffman Travel as your guide, embark on a range of inspiring adventures and immerse yourself in the best South Australia has to offer. Explore with a local. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian. Visit pht.com.au. South Australia, we've missed you. Welcome back. We're so proud to show SA off. And while the world is waiting, let's be explorers in our own backyard. With Phil Hoffman Travel as your guide, embark on a range of inspiring adventures and immerse yourself in the best South Australia has to offer. Explore with a local. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian. 
Visit pht.com.au. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. This is Tony Pilkington. And we're talking travel with the man himself, Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. You've got a question? Here's the opportunity of getting spot-on advice right from the man himself, A double two three double O double O. After 2 o'clock, after the news and our moments to remember, we'll be remembering some of the great Australian comedians. If there's a couple that you want to mention, give us a hoy after 2. I mean, immediately you think of Paul Hogan and you think of, uh, of Gary McDonald and that Norman Gunston character, but there have been some brilliant Australian comedians and a lot of them from here in Adelaide. So after two o'clock, your memories of some of the great comedians. Phil uh, got an email. No, that's no, a text um, uh, from a Robbie. Uh, G'day, gents. Uh, Jetstar bringing back the Adelaide to Hobart uh, route. I want to see my family without having to sit in COVID-infested Melbourne. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit unfair, Robbie, yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, bit, yeah. yeah, a bit below the belt, but he's correct. <laughs> Not at the moment, uh, Tony. I'd love to see it because it's one question I get asked nearly every week by people saying, when are we going to get a direct uh, you know, Tassie flight? And it would be great because we had it for a little while and then we lost it. And ANSET did it many years ago. I think it would be very popular at the moment if we get one or two a week going down to uh, Hobart, it'd be great because, you know, Tassie's right up there as one of the destinations that people want to get to, uh, Tony. But, uh, no, we haven't got it at the moment to answer that one for the text. But, Tony, what have we got in the last um, week or so? We've just got a a whole heap of uh, new brochures uh, called from Viva Holidays on all the Australian packages that are now available. So we've got the Top End, we've got the Gold Coast, Western Australia, New South Wales, we're getting... A lot of inquiries on New South Wales and doing stuff up in New South Wales. So we've got really the, you know, Australia covered, Tony. If if people are looking to uh, do an Australian holiday, some of these new brochures have just been uh, printed and coming out with, uh, you know, their new prices. And and again, a lot of offers, Tony, to get people up and moving. So if people are um, keen, come into our stores. They're open now every day between 10 and 3. Get the brochures or just you know, uh, text us or email us and, and we can get uh, stuff out to them. Ella wants to know, Phil, she said, uh, having listened to the show over the last few weeks, you've always been really keen. And she said, I didn't realise how keen Phil was on train travel. And she said, I've got to say, up until Phil was mentioning it over the last few weeks, I'd never really thought much about going on the Indian Pacific or the, or, or the GAN. Tony, it's probably been the biggest seller in the last... Uh you know, four weeks, six weeks. Really? And again, as I said, even myself, I, you know, when I've watched some, um, you know, shows with the rail travel, and particularly the GAN, the Indian Pacific and the Great Southern one, I've gone, gee, that looks uh, so comfortable. And I've done uh, all three, Tony, so, oh, I, right you now. know, I, I can talk from experience. And, and if you'd said to me that, you know, I was going to get on a train and have a great time, I'd go, no, 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 yeah, I'll fly it so, so much faster. But every time I've got on, Tony, and I've always had a briefcase full of work with me, thinking I'm going to, yeah. you know, justify being on, <laughs> Tony, yeah. uh, the briefcase has never been open. <laughs> <laughs> You've relaxed so much, had a snooze, had a Absolutely. feed, a couple of drinks, and just loved everything about it. And, Tony, the other thing that I think is great is now all the rail, they're introducing a lot of stopovers. When I say stopovers, you know, sort of breaks where you go off and do some land excursion and then get back on the train. Now, that never used to happen in the past. So the fact that it is now and seeing some of the places, and I think I mentioned to you before, you know, in Canberra to go to Parliament House, have lunch in, car- oh, in, yeah. in Parliament House, That's... go to the Grampians, you know, the Blue Mountains, uh, Coffs Harbour. They're all that, and especially when you come down the centre and do some of the things like, you know, uh, 
Catherine Gorge and other places out there as rock. Cooper PD, you can do an excursion to Cooper. So, you know, there's some really stuff that sometimes we just don't get there, Tony, but on the rail now, they're offering those special packages, and that's what I, I think it's made a, a exciting. And the other thing that I say, and I've used it many times now, Rail is cruising on wheels. You yeah. just sit back and relax, oh. and everything takes place. Oh, it's just uh, sensational. You, you're talking about going to Canberra, freezing it all as it is, and Parliament <laughs> House. I mean, Parliament House is one of the great buildings of the world. And, and, Absolutely. and I even offered some Pilco travel advice. I said, what you do is you contact your local member, your local federal member, and you say to he or she, I'll be in Canberra at such and such. Try and try and organise it so that, that, that Parliament is sitting at the time and get the local member... And most of them are keen to do it, do you know, yeah. a constituent, somebody who might vote for them, hopefully, get them to show you around Parliament House on a guided tour. It's sensational, Phil. Yeah, no, and as I said, that's part of one of these uh, train packages when you go. So, as I said, it's and now the fact that we've got uh, New South Wales open, we've got Queensland open, we've got a Northern Territory, and we're just waiting on the Perth date, that we really can now complete for everyone to sort of even do stuff uh, right now, Tony. So it gives them an opportunity if yeah. they're thinking they've been trapped. Tony, the other thing that uh, people have asked me about what's so, uh, been selling so well at the moment is the Murray River. Just oh, has yeah. taken off, yeah. and it's the uh, Murray Princess, it's the Proud Mary, uh, and some of the packages they've done. Uh, and and some of, the other thing, uh, Tony, is the excursions they offer while yeah, you're on there. Yeah, it's yeah. not just you know sitting on there and, and thinking, oh, well, I'm going to play cards or play darts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's going off and doing some of the excursion, and really finding out a lot more about our heritage, about our history, and all about the Murray and the transportation there, but having some meeting a lot of new friends as well. And I think that's what everyone's looking for at the moment, just getting out fresh air, but also uh, meeting people as well. It's uh, six minutes to two, and we're talking travel with the man himself, Phil Hoppin from Phil Hoppin Travel, down at Cheltenham. Uh, Peter's given you a call with a question. Hello, Peter. Yes, good day. I just want to know if, uh, regarding the Indian Pacific, can you actually catch it here in South Australia, at Port Perry or Port Augusta, do a trip, say, to Sydney, and then from Sydney back to Perth, and then from Perth back yeah. to... Yeah, yeah absolutely, Peter. Yeah, Peter, you can yeah. get on in Adelaide. You can get on to Adelaide and go through to uh, uh, Sydney um, and uh, come back and go right through to Perth and... Uh, you know, yeah, there's some nice, exciting packages, or you could go further to Queensland, but Indian Pacific is Sydney, Adelaide, Adelaide, um, uh, Perth. But, uh, Peter, it goes via Broken Hill, which is also an experience uh, yep. to be able to, on, when you're coming back, is to get off of Broken Hill. Now, I have never, ever been to Broken Hill until I did the Indian Pacific, and we only had a couple of hours there. We were running a bit late. But uh, but I would have loved to have longer in Broken Hill because you hear so much about, you know, Broken Hill and their history with BHP and all the other mining companies. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. They took us on an excursion, saw some of the best sculptures, rock sculptures I've ever seen in the world at Broken Hill. And who's the um, who's the Ludo that used to live in Broken Hill, dead now, unfortunately? Pro Hart. Yeah, the famous, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean that, that gallery of his is world class, Phil. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. That's what I'm saying. In all these places, Peter, you go, yeah, so, Pete, you've got a great opportunity. Just come and ask for one of the brochures and, and talk to the staff, and they can help you plan a great rail holiday.
All right. Very good. Thank you. And last time we were at Broken Hill, it was full of rabbits. That's quite a long time ago. <laughs> That's a while well, ago. <laughs> good on you, Pete. Uh, Phil from uh, Kim down at Brighton. Uh, g'day, Pilko. Uh, he's got a g'day, Philco. Oh, that's close enough. Doesn't matter. Does Phil know about <laughs> refunds on entry visas that have now expired? We haven't been able to get any answers on this, and it's a, a Russian visa specifically. <laughs> no, I think you got not a lot of hope on that one. No, no. <laughs> no. Not with Russia. Uh, no. Trying to get, uh, yeah, I don't know. But look, talk to their consultant, uh, Tony. That's the best thing I can say. I mean, some of those things are a little bit harder with visas and all. Once you've paid them, you've paid them, sort of thing. Even though you're not going, uh, but but you can always, we can always try, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try is probably the operative word. <laughs> Phil, um, KI, any interest in KI, or are people oh, saying no? Hang Tony, on, Tony. Tony, the packages, we, I was talking with Elith on uh, Saturday about some of the packages we've got, you know, going across on the ferry uh, with C-Link and doing that experience. And then uh, three nights at the Ozone Hotel, uh, taking your own car and sightseeing. Some great value. And some of the uh, offers that uh, the Ozone Hotel are putting up with looking after you when you're there with food and, and beverages, that has been fantastic. So I love that area, Tony, just going across the Kangaroo Island and then going out on some day tours and doing the ferry. Um, you know, I can't get my wife on the ferry, Tony, but yeah. I, I love it because it's a cruise trip. <laughs> she, says, I'll meet you. she says, I'll meet you at the other end. I'll fire across <laughs> and meet you there. <laughs> so Ellison's but, there waiting for you. The only thing yeah. you've got to avoid on Kangaroo Island is Cage, Kajamadia. I mean, just make well, sure that he's... That, that, that's very true, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. And, and obviously, <laughs> Ozone Hotel, Tony, Cadge has got his wine bar. Oh, we'll avoid and it. The last it, time, it, it, and, the, <laughs> and the last time I was there, I had 19 guys from all around Australia who were big sellers of cruising and everything else. Yeah. And a koala came into the, the wine bar, went behind the bar, uh, sat out. there for half an hour, get out. and then left and climbed the tree in front of the of Kadja's wine bar. Yeah. And oh. we all looked at each other and we said, if you tried to film that, you would not. no one would believe you. It cost Kadja a fortune to get that uh, performing <laughs> yeah, koala. I mean, I don't know what, uh, Rusty, I think is his name. Uh, Phil, before you go at uh, Bellevue Heights, uh, Michael's got a question for you. Hello, Michael. Uh, howdy, mate. Um, Hi, Michael. Yeah, I'm just uh, ringing. Uh, I had some issues. I booked a uh, holiday to the Philippines before coronavirus on the internet, and uh, uh, the travel agency seemed to be located in Spain. Anyway, <laughs> it looks like, uh, yeah. Good I luck. Haven't got, I haven't got my refund yet. Yeah. As well, probably another 500 Australians, by the looks yeah. of it, yeah. haven't got a refund either. So. Goodbye to the refund, Michael. I gotta yeah, tell you. I was going to say, Michael, that, and that's what I keep saying, Tony. You know, one thing you, know, you and I talk about on radio all the time is yeah, do when you've locally. got a local agent yeah. that can help you and chase for you. But with online, I say to people, good luck, oh, because who, who are you going to be talking to? Yeah. Who's going to come back and answer? And who cares? Yeah, Miguel you know, left a long time ago with your money <laughs> as well. Phil, um, all of your branches are open, ready for business, and, uh, and people can actually pop in and physically Absolutely, meet the agent. Absolutely, Tony. Yeah. Uh, 10 to 3 each day, and then by the June 29th, we'll open full bore 9 to 5.30. Three of the stores are open on Saturday at the moment from uh, 9 to 1. And, Tony, if people go online, they can actually see some of the things like, you know, we've got some podcasts where people have been to Persia, you know, Joe McLaren who loved Persia and went yeah. through Iran. Uh, there's another one with Russia, uh, you know, all through different areas of, of the world. Uh, and also there's one on the history of Phil Hoffman Travel, starting at where we started here in 30 years ago, Tony. Wow. So we've got a lot of things going on the podcast to keep people, you know, excited about travel. But, Tony, 
all the stuff we talk about on the radio, that'll be on the uh, PhD website as well by tonight. Good on you, mate, and you've been very kind. You have been once mentioned football, and thank you for that top of the bloody ladder. Can you believe it? Phil, lovely to catch up with you. We'll do it again next week. He is the man to talk travel. In fact, anybody at Phil Hoppin, you're thinking of travelling anywhere, they're the people to get in touch with. They're local, they know, they look after you, and they make all the difference in the world. Phil Hoppin Travel.